I've been waiting for the perfect time to publish this beautiful song, courtesy of Dr. Dan Doinks, not our own Dan Doinks, and daughter of Bill Doinks. There is no perfect time. I feel like it's appropriate this week. Apologies to Postal Service. Hope you enjoy. Feast your ears on this.
hope that you're the one worth keeping JF1, and you certainly were for most of the game. On Sunday until hell came to breakfast, I cannot wait to hear from Dan Doinks about his experience at Soldier Field during the epic collapse against the Broncos. But we're going to have a lot of fun. We always do. Things get weird. Um, fun and games. Enjoy. Hope you're listening. We love you. Ugh, go Bears. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Take a picture, it'll last longer. Zero Dogs, welcome to Zero Dogs. If this is your first time, that must have been weird. Dan, is it still Bears season? I don't think so. Oh, it's definitely not for Chase Claypool. Uh, no, the Bears stink. Did you get a haircut, by the way? Yes. Did you get your ears lowered, as some people would say? Did you get your ears lowered? Are they down to your testicles now? Your ears are so low. How low do they hang? How low can you go? I got my hairs cut, all of them. I was going to say, which which one are you talking about? Isn't that the joke to her? I got more than one haircut. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, dads of America, get a grip. Do you have uh, uh, like a stylist come in-house? Uh, are you a super cuts guy? What's, give us a lay of the land for your beautiful head of hair. I'm incredibly disloyal. That would be okay. how I would start. I've, I cannot find... A barber or barbress <laughs> to it's not right. <laughs> Barbarous uh, bush. That's what they prefer. Yeah, to rely on. I've I've bounced all over the greater western suburbs trying to find that perfect pair of scissor. And oh. have I found it at your local Floyd's? I don't know. We'll oh, see. You're Floyd's guy. Okay. All right. It seems to be that happy medium between like I have like $12 to burn in my pocket or, you know, <laughs> that $70 haircut that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just don't know, Dan. Um, do you have a, do you have an old reliable that you lean on? It's funny because I'm a bad hair guy and it's not her fault, but I've been going to the same uh, person for probably five years or so wow. i like it because i could just show up and i just go hey what's up and then cut 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 and i'm done yeah she even moved she moved into her own spot and i was like i'm going with you i'm what? going with you i'm going with you we'll travel we'll travel is is she more or less convenient than she was prior uh less definitely less she's mm-hmm. um over by Seven Bridges, that movie theater. There's like yeah. a building just for cutting hair. Oh, that whole building, just haircutting in a Cold Stone Creamery. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's not that far mm-hmm. from my house. Um, I may. You, would it be weird if we had the same? Yeah. Would it be super weird if we had the same person? I think no. it might be. No. Okay. All right. Shout out Katie. Uh, referral incoming. You're okay. welcome. Okay. I wouldn't mind uh, having her put her hands all over my dome. I think okay. is kind of yeah. Is she um? Is she nice? Yeah, she's really nice. Very okay. friendly. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, we're just gonna keep it at that. Okay, we will definitely keep it at that. Uh, let's talk <laughs> some bears around the corner. Zedox bears cut my hair. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Boing, 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 boing. Ooh, baby, we are back. Hopefully you just heard from Carvana or Feed America or State Farm or Duracell. Tonight, I caramba Duracell. That is broke my hip on my hardwood floor. I slipped off the bed. All right, Dan. <laughs> I think there was a Bears game on Sunday, and I think you were in the house. I am just gonna give you the floor to talk all about it. Poof. <laughs> it didn't sound as good. I didn't get enough bass on that one. Speaking of poof, did you see the two barrels, uh, the picture I took of the two barrels in the United Club? Yes. W- would you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they were looking they're sexy, stunning. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like think, jammed together. I was like, I could get weird with these. I think Ty and, Ty and Ontario said that he preferred the right one, which I really, oh. I really enjoyed that <laughs> response. That's great. That's um, all right. Bears. Beautiful day. The mm-hmm. I don't know where to start. Should we start with the game? Should we start with uh, just general game day experience? What whole experience? Uh, okay, let's just start with the experience. Got down to I had a Waldron deck uh, parking this go around. Oh, oopsie daisy. Sorry. Um, Waldron deck got down there early ish. It felt very empty. I was very worried at first. The lot did not seem very full. From the jump, I'd say I was there close to 9.45, 10 o'clock-ish, that range. So two hours before kickoff. Uh, it did fill in very nicely within like an hour of kickoff, so I was happy about that. Like I said, beautiful day, got into the stadium. 
I was anxious to see what the crowd was going to be like. Was it going to be just immediate booze? Were they just going to be all over them? And I, I was pleasantly surprised that the vibe seemed very lively. Uh, they seemed very supportive. I didn't. I don't feel like I heard a lot of negative talk to start the game. Uh, the game was even. Even the concessions seemed fairly well put together. I was pleasantly surprised there. Uh, no flyover. That was. I don't think there was a flyover. I, I might have missed the national anthem. No, I was waiting for beer. Um, Maybe it's still wait. Maybe we're still waiting for it now that I'm thinking yeah, about say, it. Yeah, we're the timing waiting. is up. They're like, "Oh, it's not the Thursday night game. It's not the Thursday night. We're coming. We're coming. We brought a bomber and a prep plane with a guy who looks like Charlie Chaplin on the wing. Is that what Charlie Chaplin did? Is it was he a goof like yeah, that? I think so. Is either that or like, yeah, some bomber like female, right? There was like one of the other. I don't know. I. Not a, Amelia I'm a big Earhart? World War no, like not Rosie Riveter, but like <laughs> wasn't there like That's I don't not know a real I, person, right? No, right, exactly. It, it was like an advertisement. An advertisement. Yeah. Um I don't know. I should know. I I enjoy World War II things. So I should know I should know the answer. I apologize, Dan. I, th- like this one's idea. on me. Mm-hmm. You like the idea of World War II, but you're not really educated it's on a, it is that what you're telling a, me it's a dangerous question uh okay. no i like i like i like all the history around it i do uh i'm anti your, i'm okay. anti-hitler i'm anti-nazis so okay. let's just put that out there i know that was probably one of your follow-ups i no 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 i was gonna no. say what is your favorite world war ii thing quick go five four oh. three two one david schwimmer and band of brothers <laughs> Perfect. That's perfect. What came first, uh, the Hitler with his mustache or Charlie Chaplin? I think you're onto something here. Should we investigate the Chaplin family? Because I don't yeah. know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like he Accusations. might be Jewish. Is he Jewish? Oh, oh man. But, now I gotta. We but gotta maybe that's. <laughs> it might be a Stockholm syndrome thing, though, right? Where you. Start sympathizing with your captors. Oh, you think so? I think I may have said that wrong. Apologies to the uh, history stands out there. I don't, I don't know if he's Jewish. I feel well, like he was. Anyway, um, Wikipedia is going to make him a Christian no matter what. Yeah, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Well, there might be some of that coming up. Um, <clears throat> so I, let's. I guess we could just talk about the game. Uh, Justin Fields looked great. Good game. Good game by Justin Fields. Did not see a Charlie Chaplin Hitler mustache on him uh, from where I was sitting. But, um, you know, I would gladly eat shit with with Justin Fields playing well after I'm just claiming that he stinks. I was trying to think back. I was like, did I say he full-blown stinks or I think he stinks? I think I said he stinks. So I think I was very well in that category. I think it uh, evolved over the past two weeks. I do. I think I, it the did prior too. two weeks, I should say. Um, yeah. And I want, I, look, I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. I want him to figure it out. And he looked, he looked great, even up until the, uh, the interception at the end, which I don't think was on him. That was, that was on Komet. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't have any, I mean, that was his best 
game as a bear, right? Is that? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was okay. a career game for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I guess that just makes it look that much worse for Eberflus and uh, Luke Getze. I, 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 what, what were your thoughts on the, the going forward on fourth down? So I, I was very pro going for it. I was very upset when it looked like we were baiting them into trying to jump off sides. Then we called the timeout. I was like, God damn it. Right. We're going to go for the field goal, you fucking pussy Eberflus. And then when yep. they came out and went for it, I I was just confused because I was like, well, why did we just do that? Why don't we just go for it? Uh, and then I hated the play call, but that's easy right. to say in retrospect also, right? Um, I, I liked it because I thought – Sadly, we needed a touchdown or run the clock out, kick a field goal with barely any time on the clock right. because our defense is like you and me out there and nine ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I. What about you? The, in yeah, the, what about you? In the well, so in the moment, I wanted them to just kick the field goal just because it felt we. It just felt like, but I had the thought it was like we're gonna kick the field goal. It's we're gonna give up a field goal to go to overtime, no matter what. Um, and just, but like, let's just give ourselves a chance. It, I hated the play call. The play call was horrendous. I'd prefer to see fields, try to get that with his feet, get him out in space, get him out, get him out from behind the, the very shaky paper thin offensive line as well. So I hated that. Um, I don't know, man. It feels like we're, I, I found myself leaving the stadium frustrated, but also kind of thought it was hilarious that we lost that game. And I find myself kind of in that place of like, it's probably a bad idea for winning football games. And I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I'm ready to do that yet, but I'm not going to lie. It's, it's popped into my mind, especially as uh, really best case scenarios. We win some games in, in Carolina does just goes to and yes. 17, right? Like, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was probably, I mean, I'm thinking, well, we play Arizona this year. I mean, this was probably one of our few chances for an actual win. And it was right there. And we got very conservative and blew it. And uh, this this is a horrendous, I mean, Fields was sharing the blame up until this point. I don't think mm-hmm. nobody's giving him shit now. But the Claypool stuff, which I had no idea I think you text somebody text me like I feel like as I was walking into the stadium that Claypool was inactive and sort of the fallout from that this week has just been embarrassing. I think that's I think that's officially going to end Eberflu sooner rather than later. I don't think he's going to survive this year and I definitely not saying anything that everyone else isn't already saying. So, yeah. Um I yeah. I give us I mean, it wasn't just. A, I mean, we were on this from the start. At we, I mean, we literally had Mar, our friend Mark, create a red flags, Matt Eberflus red flags Twitter account. I don't think we asked him. I think he just did it. Yeah, we were on this from the start that there were major red flags, and they're no longer red flags. They're just fucking sirens at this point. He is, <laughs> he's done. He's absolutely cooked. He's lost. He's yeah. given different answers to simple yeah. questions. He's done. He's a defensive guy running a defense that's horrendous. And I know they have injuries, but they are horrible. So yeah, I don't think there's, I don't know. I don't think there's an excuse even with the injuries And yet. Yes, of course we can all acknowledge that 
they're not at full capacity, of course, obviously. That doesn't mean that you should have the worst defense in the history of the franchise. Is it the, is it the history of the franchise or the history of the league with the first I, I don't know this, but I should. Big research guy. Where his first what it's we're over twenty games now in the Eberflus era, and each game, I don't even think it's an average. I think every game the opponent has scored at least twenty five points. Oh, that's the God. first time, yeah. definitely in Bears history, and it might be NFL history that that's ever happened. <laughs> I don't care if you have eleven like replacement level defenders. If you're a good defensive coach, I feel like you could scheme something up to be better than the fucking bears are. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. if it's a, a cover two Tampa two, like excuse, but that doesn't make sense either. Cause Tampa two is designed to play within the twenties. Right. And mm-hmm. hold the team mm-hmm. to a fucking field goal. Like keep like, that's, that's the whole idea is to bend, not break. So there's no excuse. There's absolutely no excuse. You can find 11 competent starting defensive players and i think the bears have 11 competent defensive i know they're not perfect this isn't an elite defense but they're i i find i have absolutely no sympathy for matt eberflus on that side of the ball in general but certainly as a leader he is not a leader he has let this claypool thing get completely out of control we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but he obviously has he, he he can't he can't deal with it I, I'm now thinking, and I, I'm not alone in this thought either, like the Jalen Carter thing. And I, I like Darnell Wright. I think that probably will end up being the right pick. But I wonder if we couldn't draft Jalen Carter because an asshole like Eberflus wouldn't know how to handle a guy like that too, we right? Said, it's like, yeah, yeah, we said that when they didn't draft him is we, yeah. we, we were not equipped. We're not equipped we to handle someone potentially like that. Yeah. And, and so part of it is the roster – in general, right? We didn't have enough like Georgia teammates that that yeah. Philadelphia is like all Georgia guys that know Jalen. But even outside of that, obviously Eberflus. There's no way Eberflus could have handled Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter would not be the same guy through four weeks as he is in Philadelphia. So people can, I, I, I think just like relax about that when people, oh, the Bears should have had. There's no fucking way it would be the same thing. There's no right. fucking way. No fucking way. Eberflus is an absolute joke. I don't know what you do though. Like, it, if you fire, I think we said this last week, you fire him, look at the rest of the coaching staff, who's taking over? Like, there's really, I don't really get the point. And kind of as you're alluding to, and it is so early, I don't want to go there either, but I have in my mind too. The biggest benefit to this year, unfortunately, may be sadly having a good fucking draft pick again on top of Carolina's. But that does not answer the quarterback situation though too it's like what do you do if you have the number one pick there's a lot to play out left there's there's so much left to play out i I think i don't know man i don't know i'm i'm my brain's a pretzel i don't think i made any sense but i think you know where i'm coming from you did um well i think you'd fire him just to save face for the organization as a whole i mean i think he's almost I don't know what good that does. It's just sending a signal to the fans, be like, this is unacceptable, and somebody's got to go. It can't be just Chase Claypool. It's, uh, yeah, but it's also sort of letting him off the hook, and Eberflus doesn't seem like a bad guy. He just seems way in over his head. Um, I mean, 
I was we have two sacks as a team as a defense. I mean, if it's he's he's terrible. He's terrible. I don't. There's no no sugarcoating it. And I I heard uh, <laughs> I heard uh, a caller today on ESPN Radio demanding that uh, Kevin Warren come and address the team and the media. It's like, what is he gonna do? Why? What? What? What, what do you want? He's here to build a stadium. <laughs> like, yeah. what? What is? I mean, he's he should he should and will have input. I'm sure to some level um, about hiring the next coach and the GM. Yeah. But yes. you're if, if you're the one coming down from up top, you might as well just have Virginia just roll her ass in and just tell her, have her say, "Oh, I'm angry. I'm gonna die soon." You guys embarrassed me. My dad, you know my daddy. You know, like shit like that. You might as well just do that. I mean, what's Kevin Warren gonna say? It's um Is that the answer? I think you just hit the answer. Fire Eberflus yeah. and make Virginia fucking coach this team. Oh, Virginia coaches the team. How hilarious. That would be would that awesome. Be? That would be incredible. Or yeah, or she demands that George coaches the team with his stupid looking face and his running shoes that he's wearing with his dress pants i saw a few fans posting <laughs> pictures of him on social media <laughs> he just looks like a dork what if virginia was like the most amazing head coach of all time and then she just dies and we're all upset that she's dead because we went on this like 20 game winning streak and just we finally made it all the way back uh, and then that would be it would be incredible if she just big X's and O's person and we just had no idea this whole time. She's really into the weeds and uh, quarterback mechanics. Yeah, uh, it would be so great. That would, you know what? That would make sense. That would make sense. I don't know, man. She's under what to... our nose this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. Get her out of the box. I mean, I people. I feel like people are speculating like. Oh, he's they're they're not gonna fire Eberflus on a short week. I mean, we haven't fired a coach in season ever, right? It's never yeah, happened. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. So they're like, oh, he's getting fired Friday morning. It's like you don't you don't know that. I'm sure that's not happening, but you Is know, that those kind of, blog talking about it, yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know. I'm blocked. He didn't like the way I talked about his pizza. I uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I think those conversations should be happening though. Those yeah. conversations should be happening in Hollis Hall. So um, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. I got I had a, I had a few Lions fans that I, I've connected with recently at work and buddies uh, that I know that who like legitimately feel bad for us. And that's when, you yeah. know, we've hit a low when Lions fans are like, oof, yes. I'm really sorry. It's like, well, there it is. We're, yeah. we're officially fucking losers. My, uh, I mentioned last week that my in-laws, my father and mother-in-law were in town. They're both Packers fans. And as is my wife, as you, as you know, uh, and um, my father-in-law was working on something in the house during the game. And I said, I told him as I headed downstairs to watch the game, I said, you know, I also have Red Zone Channel. Feel free to like watch that <laughs> instead of the dreadful bears. And he's like, no, he's like, you know what? I'm actually, I'm actually going to be rooting for them for you today. I said, okay, fine. Ugh. You know, whatever, whatever. And I came up at halftime. He's like, holy shit. He's like, they're finally putting it together. I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. And then, uh, I walk up after the game and he looked at me, he just shook his head and he was like, sincerely like 
sad for me. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't mm-hmm. care that the Bears lost deep inside his soul, and I don't blame him for that. But he he's like, I I can't believe that that mm-hmm. just happened. So yep. that's I don't want to be the pity of other people. That's that's a very low place to be. I don't like it. No, I don't either. But we we've we may be in denial. We've been in it for a while. Oh, we're the worst. <laughs> we're the worst. We're the worst we're the franchise worst. in the league right now. What is it? Thirteen in a row that we've lost. Fourteen in a row or fifteen? Maybe fifteen. Yeah, whatever. Whatever it is. I mean, the fact that we don't know if it's between twelve <laughs> and fifteen, <laughs> the losing streak is embarrassing. I like, uh, have you have you seen, a bunch of people have posted it, someone posted on Twitter, who's the only team that hasn't won uh, a game since Elon bought Twitter? Yeah. Have you seen that? It's yeah, the Bears. It's just yeah. the Bears. And I, it's a stupid thing, but I it, it legitimately makes me laugh. And all yeah. the jokes and memes, they make me laugh. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not mad. And it's, it's great. And. You know, maybe this is just where you want to live when you're middling and give yourself false hope. Mm-hmm. You're just you're just bound to be let down at some point. So that's that's how low we are. We're just we're we're accepting it. We are. We're super low. I hope uh, we can talk about next week's game. Obviously, in the next couple of segments, but hopefully, it was at least a step for Justin Fields. I don't know why it takes four fucking weeks, two years in a row, for Luke Getze to remember the strengths of his own quarterback like that's i don't understand that but or was it justin fields doing finally what we've been talking about just saying like just fuck it like i'm playing my game and because he made some unbelievable throws under pressure where he was making quick decisions like uh i it was it was it was erotic from from where i was sitting outside of the last seven to six to seven minutes whatever the fuck it was but um, were people generally supportive of Fields going into the game, and maybe less so leaving because the last thing you remember is the interception? I'm I'm sure. And people yeah, drunk, um, but... people seemed a little less enthusiastic on yeah. the way out. Understandable, uh, but a lot of the anger seemed directed at Luke Getzey specifically on the fourth down and Eberflus for bad coaching decisions. There was a really obnoxious guy behind me who full-blown fell asleep in the fourth quarter. I got him to get a beer, and he had his feet on my seat, and I just I was basically slapping his feet. And I go, buddy, wake up, wake up. And I <laughs> and uh, Jordan was Jordan Doinks was there. She was very worried that I was going to get in an altercation with this guy. He was so he and his wife were so drunk, mm-hmm. and all he, he and his wife <laughs> complained after the game about how much they paid for their tickets. Just like, oh, I can't believe we paid so much to watch this shit. This fucking shit. You have any idea how much these tickets are? I'm like, I want to be like, who are you talking to? Like, I didn't, I didn't take your money. Uh, Nobody made you that Eberflus, He's already yeah. gone to the locker room. What are you talking about? It's uh, he doesn't, he doesn't know what tickets cost. No. Eberflus, he is no, he will soon. He will definitely yeah, know. Soon. He will definitely know. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. We're well, so it's good to see Fields figure it out a little bit, but yeah, it might be a little harder this week. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good. Oh, looks like the the uh, owner of Beefs 
has arrived two weeks in a row. Oh my goodness. Beefs. Hello. How's how's the business of beefs going? I know you can't hear me. Okay. She got fired. Yeah. She's been fired. Um good segue to next segment. But before we get there, Dan, would you mind yep. playing uh, a little keep an eye on Dan? Love to. If you are a loyal Zero Dunks listener, you know that we play a little game called Keep an Eye on Dan. What it entails is I read, Dan, three tweets from three journalistic just giants of the business. One is from Dan Wiederer of the Chicago Tribune. Two is from Dan Pompey of The Athletic. And three is fake Dan Wiederer from the fake Chicago Tribune. And this week, Dan, I'm throwing out a bonus. We've got an entry from Brad Swiggs. Oh, no. The fake Chicago Tribune. So I'm curious if you're going to go four for four. You, you're, oh, you have a this six, is difficult. You have a six-game winning streak, if you will. You've hit the last six. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. First tweet I'm reading to you. You just have to guess which journalistic Bigfoot it belongs to. Number one, I am not sure losses get any worse than that. Whoa. All right, that is tweet number one. Tweet number two. Put a muff on your kids' ears if you're within a mile of Soldier Field. <laughs> tweet number three. It's about the red zone. It's about third and long. Tweet number four. What was what does that even mean? Okay, whatever. Tweet number four. <laughs> <laughs> I farted on Dan Pompey's turkey sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to save the last one. It swings. I feel like the last one swings. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, Fred swings. The muff. What was the muff one? Was that three? <laughs> That's number two. Put a muff oh. on your kid's ears if you're within a mile of Soldier Field. Who says that? That's got to be fake, Dan. <laughs> yes. First one. Will you read the first one again? I am not sure losses get any worse than that. Okay. Re Real Weederer, fake Dan Weederer, uh, Pompey, Brad Swiggs. Four for four. You are on fire right now. Give me that. Absolutely on fire. You are 11 and five. God, Matt Eberflus, eat your heart out. Dan Doinks, you are the best. Cannot wait for you to walk us through the streets of Washington, D.C. Nation's capital coming up next. Dan, great job. Thanks so much. Beefs. We gotta definitely write a song about how we, we do not diddle kids. Do not diddle kids. It's no good diddling kids. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another game for some reason with less time to prepare. That's not a good thing. Dan, would you mind walking us through the streets of Washington, D.C.? Uh, thanks, Bill. I wanted to, uh, to take a step back here. Now, you said your father-in-law was doing some things around the house. Did any of those include giving you a haircut? They did not. I was kind of waiting for like a Floby type of question though when we were talking about okay. haircuts earlier. Well, your no. hair does look it looks great for the record. Thanks. I'm not implying anything. Uh, Thanks. I just yes. had a mental image of him mm-hmm. just getting over there, maybe uh throwing a hot towel on your face. Um just real chatty, taking like forty five minutes to cut your hair. Maybe a quick one of those one of those machines that shakes like a shoulder massage situation, um, and talking shop. But you're saying he doesn't do that. He does not. Uh, I'm not against it if he's if he's willing. I'd I'd give him a trial run. That'd be fine. Um, I don't see him that often though. So if I if it was like once every six months I'm getting a haircut, then that moule would be very rough in the back. Um, yeah, I don't like my haircuts taking longer than like 18 minutes. That's kind of my no, maximum. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. What, uh, just off the top of your head, who's the last person you'd want to give you a haircut? Wow, that's a fantastic question. Uh, the first person that comes to mind is John Wayne Gacy. Okay. <laughs> I'd go Velas Jones, personally. Oh, that's a great, that's a great yeah. call. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy's dead, so... Uh... More reason to but not. That's a good point. Yeah, him. you don't want him. He hasn't responded to my booksy. I'm trying to make a booksy with JWG. Why won't he confirm it? I don't know what that accent is. Is that Cicero? Isn't he from Cicero? I don't know. Uh, Displains, mm. I believe. Yeah. Do you think I that think so. basement of his got a lot of flooding outside of the mm. the blood and guts of his victims? I got nothing. Uh, anyway, close, close to the river. Speaking of blood and guts, Bill, let's talk about this Thursday's game. Bears, Commanders, Thursday night, Herb Street, and who else? Al Michaels. Al Michaels. I can't keep crabby. it straight. Can't oh, keep it how straight. crabby is he going to be? He's Why is he so mad all the time? He seems very frustrated. They're generally bad games, but that's mm-hmm. what happens when you play on a short week. But he seems upset about it. He's making like $30 million a year, something insane. Yeah. He has a reputation of being a total asshole. Like, he's one of those, like, I need a bowl of red-only Skittles in my press box oh. sort of sort of thing. He's he's that guy. 
Okay. All right. Well, I respect that. Uh, Bears and Washington. Bears, um, the Commanders. I still struggle with that. Commanders are 27-24-1 all-time against the Bears. Last win was in 2019. I believe you were living in a hotel, and we watched that game together, correct? That is correct. Yes, yep. indeed. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Tim was not there. We no. we interviewed Tim that night from the weird patio. Hardscape. Uh, hard, hardscape. There it is. That's right. That's right. Uh, so the Bears, I was just looking back since 2000. So prior to that game, we, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Good, good uh, podcasting. We have a lot of losses against the commander slash Redskins over the last few years. In the last 10, we've won three games, 10 meetings mm-hmm. since 2001. We're three and seven. Um, I don't know. Who cares? My notes are getting shorter, Bill, for, for, the, for this show, and it's indicative of how terrible this team is and them yeah. ruining my life. So I apologize, but I also kind of don't. No, this is a yearly tradition, unfortunately. Well, by yeah week five yeah Yeah. this is just what they do it's what they do to us they do let's let's go through the uh coaching staff here and see if we could find anything fun uh head coach is uh ron rivera also known as riverboat ron maybe one of the greatest names of all time and he got that name because he was going for it on fourth down during weird moments he felt like he was the leader of that in the nfl now everyone does it seemingly uh but he did it with cam that helped He's a he's a pioneer, Ron Rivera. I'm so glad that we never, as his original franchise, considered him for like a you know a head coaching job. Great yeah. job, great job, McCaskies, Virginia. Great job. Yeah, he's actually one one oh three ninety six and two all time as a head coach. Love the two ties. I always like modern day guys with random ties in there. He's got two of them. Uh, but over a hundred wins, that's pretty good for that's pretty mm-hmm. good for him. He's hung around mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, the first line in his personal uh, section in Wikipedia: Rivera's Catholic. Just why? Period. No other context after that. Why is it the first line? Why would he even want that? I doubt it. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody out there is just bouncing around asking coaches if they're Christian and or Catholic. And then they immediately just go to Wikipedia. I think that's their only job. They're with what's what's the uh, the website that you subscribe to? That's a Christian sports one. <laughs> I'm picturing the one that they advertise. I know at a uh, uh, G rate, like the he he is one of us, whatever the fuck that is. The real <laughs> creepy people that put out tents on Sundays at games. That if you're doing it at Sox Park, nobody's going to be there to convert. So <laughs> jokes on you, you fucking weirdos. Yeah, you're already in hell. Uh, sorry, that was mean. I'm sorry, Bill. That, that didn't hurt me at all. I all agree. Right. Daryl uh, Boston was fired tonight. Who? First base coach. Who cares? Really? He was fired tonight? Tonight. Him and the hitting Why? Coach. Why tonight? Because Chris Getz is a new sheriff in town. Did he wait till the playoffs? Was there like uh 
an end of season. It was this like now this could be the end of the season, MLB season. I don't understand that. Who I cares? don't know. Stupid. Who cares? Waste. Uh, we're wasting everybody's time, including. I'm yours. sorry, I didn't know who he was. That's shocking. That's fine. Um, That's fine. All right, offensive coordinator for the Commanders is Eric Bieniemy. Of course, yeah. he's the former Kansas City OC. Had to get away from Andy Reid, so people respected him. Uh, I forget that he was a good football player himself. He was Colorado's all-time leading rusher, finished third in the Heisman and uh, after the 1990 championship season. Weird that they won a championship. I feel like that yeah. was back when they had like five champions as well. It was. It was like them and Notre Dame and Miami, I think, right? There were yeah, there was a lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't count. Um, he had a lot of arrests. Uh, and citations while he was at Colorado. It seemed like he got in a lot of trouble, a few of them. Uh, one weird one, he got arrested for getting enough for fighting. He like he and another guy beat the shit out of someone. Okay. He also got arrested for interfering with a firefighter, putting out a fire at his mom's house. What? Grab somebody by the neck? I don't... What? Huh? I, I, there was no other info on why it was it was weird. That's weird. Um, is his mom, also... Maybe his mom's a a mogwai and can't <laughs> get wet. Add on after midnight. Don't feed him after midnight. Wait, was he feed him or they get wet? It was and I think a combination either. Uh, yeah, like you can't uh, right. shove a Domino's pizza down your throat and you definitely yeah. can't make that gremlin wet. <laughs> Speaking of late night pizza, um, so prior to the prior to the Bears game, uh, Saturday night, I went to a, a party, birthday. I golfed all day, and then I went to a birthday party, and I awesome. immediately got great day. whacked out. I got yeah. annihilated. Mm-hmm. Um, I came home. I came home that night, and my daughter had some like leftover pizza from a meal we had a few days before. It was like a personal pan pizza from a local restaurant. And I proceeded to eat a piece and then just lay the other piece on the floor in the living room while it passed out on the couch. Uh, she woke up the next morning and asked where her pizza was. And I just oh went, boy. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Did you offer the one that was on the no, fuzzy floor? I, oh, didn't, man. I mean, I didn't have, I mean, I'm glad I didn't see it when I woke up and moved my, my ass to the bed because I probably would have eaten that disgusting piece of pizza off the floor. But uh, not one of my finer moments, but... Shout out Lou Malnati's. No, not not Lou's. No, no. Pierce Tavern, Downers Grove. Highly recommend it. All right. Uh, let me just. Eric Bianami also had a few uh, issues with uh, harassing women as well, specifically harassing a female parking attendant. Oh. That's what was going on in Colorado in the early '90s? Vance Joseph, I think, had some issues as well from last week. Wow. Um. Yeah. That's weird. Boulder. What's in the water? Over the shoulder boulder holder. <laughs> Let me see your buffs. Let me see your buffs. Boop, 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 boop. Dion. Do you think that's what he was yelling at the parking attendant? Let me see your buffs. And finally yeah. she just had enough. She had enough. Just <laughs> let me see your buffs. That's so weird. is that is that what has held him back? So it's always been like, oh, there's whispers so. that he's had, you know, a, a checkered past. So it's all from 
him being an undergrad weirdo at University of Colorado? Yeah, I think he also went back to coach there and he got a DUI, I want to oh. say. Okay. So, no, I think there's a little bit of that as well. But I, I think he's just not – he might be bad at interviewing, but he's also uh, – I don't think anyone believed in him because Andy Reid's calling the offense, right? So, true. true. I think it was a good move for him to move out of Kansas City. Don't know if Washington's the answer because they have – Sam Howell. Sam Howell's a quarterback, but yeah. what am I saying? I, I'm a Bears fan. So uh, let's move on. Um, defensive coordinator is uh, January 6th, Del Rio. Uh, he was 94 and 97 all time as a head coach. Uh, I didn't look it up. His stepmom at one point was a famous singer, Peggy Lee. You know that name? It sounded familiar, but then I got lazy and looked up look up her songs. Mm. But okay, his dad was a Jack Jack Del Rio Senior was a he was in bands or something. I don't know. They called him like a big band leader. Big band leader. This big Paul. Big band. Big band is it's a horrible genre of music. If that's what's that? What does that mean? I don't don't know what that means. It's like that cheesy, like full instrument, like horn. It's not ska. It's like that. Hey, let's watch the Ed Sullivan show and see these five hundred horn players and everybody's so stupid. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking up. I just looked up Peggy Lee. She. It said spouse to Jack Del Rio. Uh, they were only married from 1964 to 1965. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Uh, what happened to Peggy Lee? Uh, she had a stroke in 2002. That's all I know. Whoops. I uh, I don't know. I don't. She had a song called Fever. Maybe that was hot. That sounds like a hot song, right? Fever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Maybe that's what Eric B. Enemy was singing to the parking attendant. I got a fever to see them buffs. Give me showing them buffs with your over the shoulder boulder holder. It's been a while since I've done that. Yeah, your headset didn't fall off. That's good. Uh, let's move on. This is a boring staff. Um, that's what she said. Uh, run game coordinator is an old friend of ours, Juan Castillo. He was oh, on the team last. He was on the staff last year. Bears O line coach, twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. July fourth, two thousand nine, uh, was Juan Castillo Day in Port Isabel, Texas. Wonder what That's you do to from. celebrate. Mm, was he the smut film guy, or was that Fangio? That was Harry Heastead. Oh, Heastead! Damn it! I knew I, I was mixing it. You're all over it. You you very definitively is like, ah, 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 Harry Heastead. Harry Heastead. Juan Castillo, the one thing I remember about him was Ryan Pace saying that there is no greater coach in the NFL that is a better development uh, guy. Like, nobody develops players better than Juan Castillo. Yeah, that's right. I beg to differ. Fuck. Did you see... Uh, PFF named like Sam Mustafer, like yes. one of the two best centers in the league. I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, I, I didn't read on. I was like, I just, I just went, I just went, ha ha, and moved on with my day because PFF's stupid. There's yeah. no way. I think that's There's no way. That's the definitive like nail in the coffin of PFF right there. That's, yeah. that's how I saw it too. Mm-hmm. 
Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Assistant quarterback coach is Luke Del Rio, uh, son of January 6th. Del Rio, he played football at Alabama, Oregon State, and Florida. Jesus, man. Figure it out. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a tight end coach at a high school in California for one year and then immediately came, uh, then immediately got a job with the Redskins. Sorry, Commanders. Mm. Um, that must be nice, right? Just be like, oh, you got a year he, under your belt. Yeah. Coaching tight ends it. at the high school level. Yeah. Definitely. He, he would have got that opportunity without Del Rio. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I think like Jack Del Rio is not a good coach, right? Right. Like, he just seems like a like a weird character to just to hang out in the NFL. He just keeps getting jobs. Mm-hmm. What like Bill Belichick's son, who seems like a weirdo. At least it's Bill Belichick's kid. That yeah, guy's a fucking legend. You'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe he's teaching his son the right things. But like, oh, Luke Del Rio is probably getting some great guidance from Jack Del Rio. Nobody's yeah. saying that. It'd be like hiring. Ron Eberflus from the high school ranks <laughs> yeah. next year, right? Right. Yeah. Ron Eberflus coaching a local peewee team. Let's get him to be uh, assistant, assistant kicking coach. Yeah, that would be all right, actually. Yeah, it'd be fine. Uh, hired. Yeah. Hired. Uh, wide receiver coach is Bobby Ingram, Bears wide receiver from 96 to 2000. I was surprised. I thought he was with the Bears even longer than that, but that's kind of long in football years. Is it bad that I don't remember like any of this from last year? I think, I think he do was. I, do I drink too no, much? No, he. Dunks? So, okay. I got an I got I got an answer for that one because Bobby Ingram was not on the Red, okay. Red Jesus Commander staff last year. Okay. It said he was the offensive coordinator at Wisconsin. Oh, weird. Is that true? I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. That's, and he's a Penn State guy, right? Yeah, He's a Sandusky guy. Because huh. last year would have been partially uh, Chris, and then Jim Leonard took over. Yeah, Leonard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no recollection of this. Um, he's wide receiver coach now for the Commanders. Offensive quality co- uh, quality control coach is uh, Shane Tobe. Taub, another fucking Tobe. Yeah. He was on the Bears for a while. Shane was. Apparently he was on Nagy's staff. Uh-huh. Um, that's it for the coaches. Not a whole lot going on. The new owner for the Commanders is a guy named Josh Harris. Uh, he's also managing partner of the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, he's worth about $7 billion. Uh, He got that from a co- he co-found a private equity company. How do we get now, involved in that? Uh, I think it's too late for us. Um, okay. He seemed Why? like maybe he came from a wealthy family. That also helped, uh, okay. probably. But what about a public equity firm? Can we start one of those? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Illegal. Illegal. <laughs> what? I don't. We... I don't know. I'll look into it. Okay. Slide our DMs if you want Dan and I to be, you know, negotiating contracts possibly fundraising yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we're we're your guys uh we're personable we don't know much just picture stepbrothers and uh tuxes and we we can get the job worldwide yes (laughs) yeah yeah boats and hoes um 
Yeah, not a lot of dirt on him otherwise. The only thing I I know of him recently was he was was he at a Michigan game? No. They were interviewing him, I think, during a college football game, and he had like an awkward handshake. Uh, I think it was Joe Buck, maybe. Just put his hand out. He was talking, and Josh Harris thought he was shaking his hand and did like a real weird move, and it was very awkward. Uh, I recommend looking it up. It's It was pretty good. I, it was at the beginning of this college season, I believe. I respect that. Like, we've all been in weird positions like that, haven't we? Where it's yeah, like, yeah. You're just kind of... And fortunately, ours are not televised. So yes, yes, I kind of respect it. I would imagine that Washington Commanders fans are very excited that uh, Daniel Snyder is on that weird boat in the middle of the of the Atlantic or wherever he was hiding, so he wouldn't get arrested. Basically, I would imagine they're excited. Is Magic Johnson part of the ownership team? Did I read that? I feel like he is. I'm going to look it up now because I don't I didn't really skim through the rest of the ownership. But, yeah, I think he's involved somehow, which is which is great. Uh, Oh, here we go. A lot. I feel like he owns a piece of like every professional American sports team. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, he's one of the he's one of the owners listed. Magic Johnson. I don't recognize any. Oh, there's an limited partner. Andy Snyder. Is that. Oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't know any of these other names. There's still a Snyder sniffing around. Uh, it's uh, what a weird thing. I don't. I don't are they going to change the name again? I think there's some they said they were considering it. I don't hate it though. I think it. I kind of. If they're going to change, I'd love them to go back to the Washington football team. Like, that was kind of – it was so stupid, it was awesome. Yep. Uh, I don't hate their colors. I don't hate their unis. I'd, I'd be okay. What do you mean, the hogs? We're the Washington hogs. I do okay like too. the hogs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a few – we do have an Illini on the team. Uh, you know who it is. He's a rookie. Oh yes, uh, Martin. Wow, Jav- you're fucking Javarius Martin. I don't. Jartavius Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, okay. rookie defensive back. They got one go for Benjamin Saint Just. He's mm-hmm. he's been okay actually in the NFL, better than I would have guessed. Um, let's see if there's any on the practice squad. Nope. No, this is a good. It's good podcasting right now. Yeah. Uh, click, I think click. that's it. That's all I got. I don't know. We're fucked. Wait, there was a great name I just saw. Hold on. More great podcast. A guy from Michigan. Uh, Maybe you know this guy. Oh, he's the long snapper. His name is Cameron Cheeseman. No. Like Cheeseman. That's awesome. (laughs) Number 54, long snapper. Cameron Cheeseman. That's uh, and he has a very creepy looking mustache as well. Go ahead and look him up. Uh, oh, okay, okay, here we go. Uh, and his first name is Cam Cameron. It looks like Cameron, C A M A R O N. Okay, and according to his bio, having opted out of the 2020 season, Cheeseman whose first name means shrimp in Spanish, returned to Ohio to prepare for the NFL draft. Cameron. 
That's that's yeah. I only yeah right. Isn't that how you pronounce it? Cameroon. Incredible yeah. job by was that Wikipedia that did that? No, this is their this is his bio on the team website. Oh my god, that he is, was. Drafted. I love this guy. He was drafted in the sixth round. What the fuck are they drafting a long snapper for? Uh, could you pass on on shrimp cheese man? No fucking no. way. No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, all right, he's he's my favorite non-bear. I love it. Uh, order those jerseys after the Commanders whip the Bears' asses on Thursday night. Potentially, although we'll talk about the line, coming up in the next segment with Rick Fieldsman. Thank you, Dan, for walking us up and down the streets of our nation's capital. You're welcome, shrimp. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero doinks! Yes, yes. Zero doinks! Yes. Go! Zero doinks! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes. Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! I've been watching the film at night. Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Oh, God, I cannot wait to see what Rick has up his sleeve this week. Ricky, take it away, buddy. Rick. Take me home tonight. Eddie Mike. Rick. I want to thank all of our loyal listeners in Europe. Rick. Did the overhead or no? <laughs> Rick. All right, Doinkers. We are back. We are better than ever. For the uninitiated, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads, hams and bread, zero doinks. Um, <laughs> dumpster fire. Absolute dumpster fire. Um, I went 0-4-1 last weekend. 0-4-1. Awful. Just, I, you know what? I got to be better. You guys deserve better. I need to be better. I spent so much time reviewing these picks, and I got to be honest, I love the board this week. <laughs> I absolutely love the board this week. I'm 5-9-2 on the season. Just reading the board correctly. I am, it's hard to do. It's hard to do this week in and week out, but I love the board this weekend. We're going back to three picks. We're going to do three picks, and here I'm going to slap them with you right now with the first pick. It's time to pick one. All right. Chicago Bears at Washington. Now, the last time the Bears played Washington on a Thursday night was like last year. I don't know why they're doing this. Did I say when? Thursday night is last year. Um, the Commanders won 12-7. So right now the Bears are plus six against the Commanders. And I have to tell you, classic trap game for the Commanders. The Bears are ready. The Bears are ready. They're going to do it for their coach. They owe Iberflus and Getze everything. Uh, Claypool, he's gone. I like the Bears here. I think Justin's had it. I think he's going to open it up a little bit. I, I, I like this spot. I'm going Bears plus six. It's just an easy play. It's the right play. And here we go with the next pick. And it's Brad's pick two. I should mention that I defunded my account. I have 
uh, I left twelve dollars in there so I could make small bets and remember what I bet. <laughs> Just take that as you will. Um, we're going across the pond. We're going all the way across the pond to London Sunday. These eight thirty a.m. games are awesome. Because when I wake up at 11.30, they're over, and I can just find out the score. Uh, Bills versus the Jaguars. Um, Bills are only five-and-a-half-point favorites. This doesn't make any sense to me. I think they think there's some, like, London effect, and that I, it doesn't make sense. Bet the Bills. Ram the Bills. Minus five. I mean, it's just nowhere, nowhere near enough points. Jacksonville trash. Let's go with the Bills. Here we go, Westbrook. And the spreads pick three for Dick Buddies. Pick it week. No, not sponsored this week. Uh, recording in my car. Completely forgot to record. So, this is we're going to noon then. So you got your Thursday funds. You got your eight thirty a.m. funds. Now we're getting our noon funds. We got the Texans at the Falcons. Now, the Texans have been impressing me. You know what else has been impressing me? I feel like I should um, comment on this. Uh, Rick is three and one in fantasy football. I don't think I've ever had a winning record ever in the twenty years I've been doing my fantasy league. I'm three and one. Power rankings. I'm third. I love my team. I am. I'm doing so much homework on this every night. I love it. Love everybody. But I love the Texans here. Plus two. Texans at Falcons. Now the Falcons are just a joke of an organization. I saw something like, oh, trade Justin to uh, Atlanta. Get out of here. They're trash. Nico's the real deal down in Texas. He's gonna. Score three touchdowns. That might be something that I bet. A little side bet. But Texans plus two, hammer it. Those are your three games. I'm going to send it right back to the boys. Hope everybody has a great week. And as always, have a good one at the windows. Frick. Thanks, Jim Blossoms. Frick. Just say no to Nagy. Frick. Javakoy's at the window. Frick. Oof. Rick. Gross. Just gross. He's been, I'd say he needs improvement this year. I'd say if we're giving a four-week uh, review, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of room for improvement. I like his attitude generally. Uh, I hate his smell. Mm-hmm. I think his picks could be better. But, Rick, I think, you know what, I'll be positive. This is the week he turns it around. So um, thank you for your picks. You got them in early yeah. and often. Yeah. I love you. He, like Riverboat Ron, has two ties on the year. Uh, I think didn't Rivera have two ties in his career? Mm-hmm. That's How do you have two? It's hard to get a push in gambling. You kind of have to hunt for a push opportunity, don't you, to avoid those hooks? Yeah. yeah, big time. Only Rick would act. I think he's, for some reason, Rick probably thinks everyone gets paid out on a push. Mm. I get it. Does he know how to read? I don't know that he's literate. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. At least not from the waist up. Um, I don't know. He's got to be better this week. That's it. Be better, Rick. We don't want to lose you. It's early. We're not even a quarter of the way through. I don't think. I'm not good at math. Dan, I assume there is a line for Bears Commanders. Honestly, I... I, I'm clueless. I have no idea what it would be. That shouldn't be a surprise to our listeners. Uh, can you inform us if Vegas is even bothering with this game? They unfortunately are. There is a line for the game this Thursday evening on Amazon Prime. Bears, Commanders, 7-15? I don't know. Sure. 
They uh, Bears are plus six on the road. Not even a full touchdown. Over under is 45 and a half. Who do you like, Bill? Okay, so as as has been our want this year, I like to go back to the preseason look-ahead lines that DraftKings had. Uh, in the preseason, the Bears were plus one and a half at Washington. Oh. So we're slipping. And although the way I'd look at it is Washington's gaining. It's not on the Bears. It's on the Commanders. <laughs> they are better than anticipated. Which they probably are a little bit. And we are definitely worse than anticipated. That is very true. Plus six, huh? And 45 and a half. I guess, which Getsy offense do you believe in? Do you believe in the one that hosted Denver and put up 28 relatively quickly and easily? Or do you trust the one that was on the road a couple weeks ago and could barely get in the end zone? I'd hump the under, I think is what I'm saying. Last year, wasn't it like 10 to 7 or 7 to 6? Yeah. We were at that fucking game with Rick and Coach Cuse. And, I, yeah, I don't think there were 20 points scored between the two of them. I see it not being quite that bad because Carson Wentz is not involved. But it's going to be ugly as fuck. Um, I would go, I think Washington wins by 7 and it's under. That's what I think. What about you? <laughs> It's under. Um, I don't know. I yeah. I don't. I don't believe. I don't. If, unless Justin can string a few together, our defense is so banged up. We're not stopping anybody. I, I'm not. Uh, I would take Washington and probably the over. I would just hammer the over again because why the fuck not? I feel like the over is hit every week. With the Bears, I don't know that to be fact. I don't know. I stopped looking up against the spread. Bears still have yet. Oh, uh, they did cover this weekend. I think they were three and a half. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So I think they covered or at least pushed uh, this past weekend. Yay so, Bears! Yeah, we did it, guys. Uh, I don't know. I would probably just lay off, but that's tough to do on a Thursday night when you got nothing else to do. I want to look at the passing props. Um weird that they have pass in rushing yards so justin fields uh interceptions over a half interceptions minus 130 so that's that's uh probably gonna happen i wouldn't bet it but i'd hump the over on that just yeah yeah let's see let me find see a touchdown score who do you like to score the first touchdown I'm terrible at those. That that's an, that's Rick's domain, a hundred percent. But if I had to do it, I would say uh, Robert Tunyon. <laughs> Robert Tunyon, huh? So is this a, a scroll down the fantasy corner? Probably uh, not. Robert Tunyon is plus forty five hundred to score the first. I was going to say five thousand. Okay, all right, there you go. Um, Velas is plus eleven thousand to score the first touchdown that's also in line with no touchdown score also <laughs> plus 11,000 what a great great line while we're talking props just real quick can i update you on where things are headed potentially yes. for the bears if if we're yes. fans of averages all right dj moore on pace for thank god for 17 games uh, but he's on pace for 81 receptions 
almost 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns. That would be good for multiple yeah. wagers that I have and at least one that you have. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields, and you kind of you scoffed at me during the game we were texting a little bit. I was, yeah. I was half joking, but he is on pace for 3,660 yards passing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not out of the question that things are going to get super weird. It's not. It's not off the table. Okay. It's not. It's It has a heartbeat. Uh, and he's on pace for 30 touchdown passes. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like when that you think weird. of how, how this game. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. And I think Vegas had is over under at either 17 and a half or 18 and a half. Yeah. If he, gets to tw- if he gets to 20, I think that's a win. Yeah. Uh, it'd be a literal win for many of us. Yep. Uh, anyway, God, didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, that's okay. I don't know anything else. DraftKings pissing me off. They're not giving me like real good prop bets for passing yards and all that. So let's move on. Uh, any other games you like, Bill? Dan, I, honest to God, completely clueless. So fill me in. I don't know who's playing who. Uh, well, Lions are going to hopefully help us out this weekend. They're hosting the Panthers. Lions yes. are uh, minus nine and a half. So they're pretty big favorites in that game. Uh, over under is 45 and a half. Let's see who do They're the Vikings the fuck out of the Panthers, aren't they? Yeah. Or, yeah. or they either lose outright or beat the fuck out of them. There's no or in between. Be, I think you're right. I think there's no mm-hmm. in between and get like trounced at home for no reason at all. <laughs> right, right. Um, the Vikings are hosting the chiefs at home. Only five points there. Chiefs stink. Wow. They stink. Almost lost yeah, to the Jets. Everybody but us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We done with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I kind of hate to say it. I I did not I've not had an opinion on her my entire life until she started dating Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really fault her. I she can do whatever yeah. the hell she wants. Mm-hmm. Uh but I live as if you've listened to this before, mm-hmm. you know that I live in a house full of women. Uh, I watch football to escape the Taylor Swift talk these days and now I can't even do that. So um, it could be a publicity stunt, right? I hope so. Stop going to the games. Just, yeah. Just knock it off. You got, just you got better some... things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Is she going to show up? Wait a minute. Is she going to show up to a three twenty five game in Minneapolis this weekend? She really has nothing to do if she shows up this weekend. This is a test of their relationship. hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think whatever press box they're in, do you think there's a picture of Kevin Warren since he helped build the damn thing? Like that <laughs> has to be, has yeah. to be shirtless. Kirk Cousins is going to get a little, he's getting a little antsy. Oh, Taylor. I'm so nervous. Are you wholesome, Taylor? Are you a wholesome Christian? I'm Kirk Cousins. You better <laughs> I don't know what the look I'm doing right now. I've completely removed my neck. I've completely. I think that's his shoulder pads. His shoulder pads yeah. seem massive, and they're up here. Oh, I'm throw another interception for you, Taylor. Yeah, his JC Penny shirt. God, he blows. So I was so nervous that he was going to fuck up that Panthers game when he threw that. Yeah, picks ninety-nine yard pick six. That takes. That's a special talent to do that yeah what an asshole yeah 
Well, he is an asshole. Um, <laughs> Sunday night football is Cowboys at 49ers. I'm shocked the Cowboys are on. A oh, prime wow. Time game. So surprising. But that's actually, the, the spread's only three and a half. I'll take the Niners all day. The Niners look awesome. And the Cowboys, really, that's that might be the pick of the week right there. Niners minus three and a half. They're going to crush them. You heard it here first. Yeah. Or second if Rick had that pick too. Not sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Monday night football, Packers at Raiders. Oh. Raiders had a lot of primetime games already. Yeah. It what? feels like it's, it. It's like them, the Giants, and the Cowboys knocking yeah. off. And the Jets. Get a little Soon creative. To Soon to be the mm. Bears. People are saying the same thing about the Bears. Are you yeah, fucking Who wants to watch me? the fucking Bears on Thursday? Honestly, oh, God. I don't know. You know what? I actually want to see Bears games only in the Toy Story format. I don't even want to watch oh, yeah, the actual game. I want to. No, I, that's the only thing I want to watch it in because at least it'll be hilarious. Did you spend any time on that now that we're talking about a, it? A little bit. I mean, I was tailgating Sunday morning, so I mm, popped it on point. my phone for a little bit, but it looked awesome. Yeah, I watched. I didn't realize it was happening until somebody tweeted about it. And because I was looking for the game, I'm like, where the fuck is this game? I don't have ESPN Plus. I'm like, oh, it's on Disney Plus, but it's going to be animated. And I was all over it. And my eight year old son and I watched it. He loved it. So I think it was a great idea by the NFL. Like, I know adults were bitching about it on, on Twitter, but it was, it was kind of awesome. Like, do you really want to watch a Falcons-Jaguars game in a normal way? No, I'd rather see Slinky Dog getting his tits kicked in by a, by the, by a toy guy flying at him on the sidelines. I loved it. I loved it personally, and I know my kid did too. I am. Um, this is total, totally getting sidetracked here, but talking about London games, uh, I listened to a little bit of, of Pardon My Take with, with uh, Big Cat, and they were – talking about the London game specifically and they were they brought up they're like are there any re are there actual uh British you like UK Falcons fans how is that possible mm. like and they were just going on and I'm like why would you choose to be a Falcons fan and I had the same thought for our friends uh overseas our fans and eggs who picked mm-hmm. the Bears as their team and uh why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? And I know probably that. a lot of it stems from like the eighties bears, but holy shit. Nobody over there would get upset with you if you just changed. Kind of no, like nobody we, here would we, get upset if we were like, we're not Everton fans anymore, but we would never do that. No, no. We've been loyal since, since birth. It's part of our birthright. You might sure, say that's right. Uh, yeah. The Falcons have probably been, very much more successful than the Bears since the year 2000. Yeah. I'm too lazy to look that up. It might not be true, but I feel like it is. I Just going back to that telecast real quick, though, the amount of skill, like I can't imagine what went into producing that to have a live game with these toys that are doing like the exact routes at the same time that the players are. I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm aroused. I want to watch. Oh. You're, I, I think Slinky you're did right. it for you, huh? Bears, Bears games should be in animated form, possibly Toy Story form. It would be such a more 
Oh my god, it'd be it'd be such a better way of watching game. Seeing Justin Fields get sacked as a as a toy would be much more palatable. Also, wait a minute, do they? How do they handle injuries? I don't know. What if, like I, a I was, guy's getting yeah. carted off the field. They just make like That's, a big joke or like a crane picks him up or whatever. Yeah, great question. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, didn't see. I saw. I think Lawrence got sacked, but he didn't fall down. But like the ball lit on fire or something. It was so weird. <laughs> I loved it. It was so great. It was just great. I I think this has legs. Let's turn the Bears games into something like that. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. But let's let's enjoy these last. 13 fucking weeks oh. of Bears football that we have to endure. God damn it. Um, Sorry, I interrupted. Uh, as well, usual. Well, I'm looking ahead to next week. Bear, There's a line for Bears-Vikings. Bears, another home game. Uh, it's at noon, thank God. It should be at 7 a.m. Do you want to <laughs> guess the line? Yeah, I'll guess it. Uh, Bears plus three and a half? Close four and a half. Okay. Over under is forty eight and a half. Hmm. There's not going to be. It's got to go defense. over, right? Oh yeah, yeah. it's got to be way over. Way over. Well, while we're at it, let's look at the Panthers the following week. Oh my God, they're at Miami. We're we're yes. we're looking pretty good with the Panthers so far. This is this is kind of shaping up really well. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it. But it really uh, is. We're not there yet. We're not ready for that conversation. Um, I will say today, I was listening to Molly and Haw on the way to work. So shame on me. And they had Mike Florio on. And ugh. David Haw completely got suckered by one of those like cheesy fake syndicate NFL accounts on Twitter. And was basically reporting as news that Caleb Williams announced that he... He had five teams that he was willing to play for. Oh, only. yeah. Yes. He, it was literally like him and Molly were talking to Florio like, hey, I don't know if you saw this, but this just came out. <laughs> Florio's like, I've got COVID. I'm on the internet a lot. I've not seen that. I'll have to look into it. Like he was being very polite, but he had to be thinking, these fucking idiots. That's not a true report. The fuck? Why would Caleb Williams have the balls to publicly in any way say anything like that? No, Stupid. no fucking chance. No fucking David chance. Ha. David Haw's um, an idiot. David Haw, just suck my nuts backwards. <laughs> From the back, David Haw, you bitch. Indiana. Ball State. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, are are we moving on to the next segment? Yeah, we are. Let's do it. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Dan for keeping us abreast of all the latest gambling trends. Rick, 5-9-2, and two, baby. This is your week. Hate to play you out with a uh, depressing quote, but first time this year that that's going to happen. God bless cinema. See you next segment, Dan. Boobs. You know what happens when it's warm in Europe to a soccer ball? It expands. It doesn't contract. It expands. The white legacy is more than bricks and mortar, sir. I wanted to save Gotham. I failed. Why do we force? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. I'm still in 
given up on me. Never. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bear's Fantasy Corner. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. This is zero doinks. Bear's Fantasy Corner. We're here. Um, Bill, I'm going to be honest. I can't recall who we took last week. I remember. Did I take again? Okay. All no. right, Bill, go ahead. Who did we take? You, you had Tyson Banjit, Baggett, whatever the fuck the backup quarterback's name is. Oops. Okay. Uh, so that was a goose egg. I equaled your goose egg because I, I had the uh, Bears punt returner who plays on occasion oh, wide receiver. Okay. Whatever his name is, the white guy. Um, Scott? Is it something Scott? Yeah, maybe. Okay, all right. We we couldn't figure Tyler, it out last week. Tyler Scott? Or is that did the rookie that from Cincinnati? I think we're doing the same thing we did last week. Ah, fuck. All right. Doesn't matter. Remember. Doesn't matter. Either way, we're four weeks in, and I don't think either of our picks has gotten one point yet. So, Dan, I am going to respectfully ask you to make the first pick for week five with Bears Commanders. Um, yeah, this is when we get uh, we get off the goose egg. That It happens this week. I, I don't know if it'll be both of us because I don't know your pick. I don't know it. I didn't ask you. We don't talk mm-hmm. about this previously. Obviously, I get a pick, and then it just goes out of my mind because I couldn't remember who I had last week. So this week it ends. I'm taking the big dog, Mercedes Lewis. Big dog, big paws. That big paw of his is going to rush for 15 yards, and those are the only points he's going to have. Mercedes Lewis, big dog, is my clit to pick. Bill, who do you like? Oh, that's fucking genius. A guy that I'm going to pick is somebody that I saw on the field a decent amount this past Sunday. He was there. He was selfless. He sacrificed his own health, his body, his career for the sake of the backfield. His name is Kari Blassingame. Oh, nice. He is a fullback. We love him very much here at Zero Doinks. We're we're very pro fullback. He is going to get one carry for one yard, so he's going to get .1 points. It is going to set me apart over Dan, and he is my click to pick. Pick to click, whatever you want. Let's go, baby. Let's make it happen. I want one of us to get at least a point. And what's funny, Dan, when he picked Big Dog this week, he got a catch last week, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. And Tanyan did, did finally. Oh, I I don't remember Tanyan getting a catch, but I do remember Big big Ball, Big Dog, Big Paws. Uh, Blazing game should have been on that fourth down play, right? That might have helped. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Right, I feel like sense. every time he's on the field and they do something <clears throat> squirrely, they pick up like eight yards. I love that yeah. guy. I love him yeah. irrationally. I think, I think he has value on this offense, so we just don't use him. We didn't. Uh, we didn't do the golden cock. Are we suspending that until they win a game? So this is two weeks in a row that we haven't, and it's been a total accident. And I decided uh, at about 3 p.m. today that until the Bears win, the cock is hiding. I love it. Good. The cock is hiding. Should be in Mm -hmm. hiding. Um, All right. Well, let's do do top performers of the week presented by John Lithgow uh, from the hit Harry and the Hendersons, also brought to you by Tacoma, Washington, Mm -hmm. and Bigfoot getting blown in an alley there. Uh, I'm sure that's not weird if you've never listened to this before. 
So let's do the uh, top performers this week. Um, we've got two quarterbacks and a running back. Josh Allen, top performer this week, 48 fantasy points. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, is he the MVP so far this year? Feels like he might be, even though he's not yeah. a quarterback. Yeah, uh, He had 43 fantasy points, three. He had four touchdowns this week this weekend holy shit too many too many oh my god way too many uh coming in third this week bill i no idea justin fields oh shit 41 fantasy points this week 41 fantasy points this week uh so let's do the top non-qbs obviously christian mccaffrey david montgomery second 40 or sorry 32 fantasy points huge game against uh the packers god bless them yeah another thing it's like bears fans i feel like uh we're taking a victory lap for david montgomery doing well against the packers like what are we doing here they're like oh i shouldn't have gotten rid of him it's like yeah that's actually the missing piece for this team is david montgomery (laughs) yeah yeah could you imagine he would have been hurt immediately uh i love david montgomery he the dude runs hard he's a good football player but if you're up, still upset about the Bears not having David Montgomery in the team, grow up. Just grow. Although up. we we probably would have got that fourth and one, <laughs> David Montgomery. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. I like him better than Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I, we've been we have been on yeah. this for years. We're sure. We're, sure. That, that was our choice. If given the option, we would have chosen Montgomery over Herbert. Yeah, and I would also start Roshan Johnson. This, this yes. Me. So yeah. And Herbert's uh, been fine. He's been fine. He's a fine running back. Fine. He's fine. He's not he's fine. great. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, third is uh, A.J. Brown. Had a big game. He had two touchdowns. He had 31 fantasy points. Uh, Stephon Diggs is right there as well. Um, all right. Let's do the Trash Performers of the Week presented by Taysom Hill and Glad. Thank you, Glad, uh, for being a sponsor. Fuck you, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, we had two negative players this week. Uh, one of them appears to be on your fantasy team. Uh, good friend of mine, Jameis Winston, had mm-hmm. negative two, uh, 2.2 fantasy points. He uh, came in and threw one pass that was intercepted. <laughs> That's perfect. That is Jameis Winston in a fucking nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. Totally. God, I love that guy. He's looked so bad. He's got no zip on his ball. Um, another fantasy, another negative player is another New Orleans player. A negative 0.75 fantasy points uh, running back, Adam Prentice. Have you ever heard of him? Nah, don't know that guy. Me neither. He's got a big, bushy mustache. Kind of looks like someone. Uh, it kind of looks like someone to be friends with Taysom Hill. Uh, speaking of which, let's look up Taysom stats. If CBS will allow me, they. Probably not. Have I gotten banned from looking up his stats? Uh, he had two fantasy points, Bill. Okay. He's making $35 million this year. Okay. Not great. Uh, we've been on this for a while about what a fucking joke. I mean, good for him. Like, I can't even be mad at him. Um, I'm kind of mad at him. Yeah, he did something uh, to to dupe his way into that. Bill, he's uh, <laughs> he's making, he's getting nine million dollars this nine point nine million dollars this year. 
his <laughs> his base salary goes up next year to 10 million over for the 10 million next year and the following year his dead cap hit this year is 23 million dollars oh they are stuck with that fucker unbelievable i want his agent that's what i want yeah so his potential out it says after this year his third year he'd get 32 million dollars is that right i guess and his dead cap goes to 16.9 million next year this is fucking great he's 33 years old wow he's probably on a on a mission for about four years before sean yeah. payton found him right that's right that's right yeah he's he's the worst i love it i love it so much he stinks dan can i update you on something from um the walk through washington dc yeah, that you you had mentioned Peggy Lee. Uh huh. So I've been um. There's a there's a few interesting things about her tributes and legacy as I'm scrolling through Wikipedia about her. Linda lips. Uh, <laughs> it's not quite that uh, scandalous. Um, did you know that Miss Piggy was inspired by by Peggy Lee? Awesome. Yeah, the designer of the Miss Piggy Muppet grew up in uh, North Dakota, which is where she came from, and used the singer as inspiration for her in 1974. Originally, Miss Piggy was called Miss Piggy Lee. So that's interesting. That's not not nice. She's a fat bitch, right? Yeah, with a terrible voice. That's not good. Also, this, this just seems like complete bullshit. Peggy Lee is often cited as the inspiration for the margarita cocktail. What? (laughs) (laughs) That's outrageous. Everybody knows that was Jimmy Buffett. That's bullshit. Rest in peace. Speaking of ailments, uh, Peggy Lee continued to perform into the 1990s, sometimes using a wheelchair after years of poor health. I don't mean to laugh. After years of poor health... (laughs) Damn, stop it. She died of complications from diabetes <laughs> in 2002. And she was cremated, and her ashes were buried with a bench-style monument in Westwood Village Memorial Park Cemetery in L.A. So if you're sitting on a bench, um, just know that Miss Piggy's ashes may be below you in Los Angeles. I just want to point that out. The Easy. margarita, she inspired the margarita and Miss Piggy. This is that can't be right. Jack, I'm gaining unbelievable respect for Jack Del Rio, though. The fact that she was only married one year uh, to Jack Del Rio Sr. and they produced that guy. Wait a minute. Does that mean Miss Piggy inspired January 6th? <laughs> I don't even know how to do a Miss Piggy voice. I feel like, yeah. In my mind, she's also incredibly horny as well. Oh, incredibly. Let's fuck. Let's fuck. Hi, Kermit the Frog here. Hi, ho. Reporting from a lily pad. I'm Kermit. Hey. Hey, Kermit, let's go overthrow the government. Hey, Miss Piggy, put your pussy away. The kids are around. <laughs> this has been 
Bears Fantasy Corner. <laughs> See you next segment. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you hurt. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minutes. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Oh my god, you are talking to (laughs) to fans of the two hottest teams in the Big Ten. I'm an Illinois guy. Dan is a Minnesota guy. Our teams are unbelievably relevant in the world of college football these days. They're going to get relegated. Dan, tell me about the Minnesota-Louisiana game on Saturday that we all paid very close attention to. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, It was very poor turnout. It was homecoming, and uh, Gopher fans that live locally have also seemingly given up. I uh, they were down at halftime. They were losing at halftime. Bell to Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe. I think that's what they used to be called. Uh, they made a comeback. They ended up, I think they covered, they were at least close to covering. I think there was an 11 point spread. Who cares? Uh, Gopher stink. I think I put this out there as they were losing at halftime that that would have been a fireable offense if they lose to Northwestern and then follow it up with a loss at home to the University of Louisiana as they carry themselves into this week, uh, which is going to be very bad, very, very bad for the Gophers. So uh, our teams have been very disappointing this year, haven't they, Bill? I had little high expectations for the Gophers. Uh, I feel like you may feel the same way about the Illini. Oh my God. Yes. I thought we were going to legitimately compete in the West. I think if you listened five weeks ago, I had Illinois in the national championship game, possibly winning, definitely winning. Uh, right now, Illinois sits at two and three, oh, and two in the big 10 as they welcome Nebraska next week. But we'll talk about that in a second. They, they being Illinois went to Purdue. They were down by three at halftime. Former defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters is now manning the sidelines at Purdue. I felt decent at halftime because Illinois played like shit in the first half. Wow. If they played bad in the first half, you should have seen the second half. (laughs) Holy fuck. I think Illinois ended up losing by 20 plus. I don't know what the fuck happened. I have a bad feeling that there's that Illinois is going to have its third offensive coordinator in four years going into next year. It's not great. Oh, Tony Um, Peterson's not there anymore. (laughs) Shockingly. Yeah. The guy from, Oots uh, is not doing the job either, but uh, there's there's some issues in Champaign. I'm still relatively high on Illinois. Oh, here we go. Oh, yes. But by that, I mean getting to a bowl game. Um, let's kick it to next week, though, You know, because what's, what's in the past is prologue. What's in the future is an epilogue. I don't know if that's true. Don't remember that from any English class. Dan, you mentioned that you were nervous about this week and I just refreshed my own memory and I realized that you were hosting, you being the Gophers, 
the number two team in the country, the Michigan Wolverines, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, in front of a national audience on NBC. What's the line? I, I well, why know? would why would oh, ah! um, I just read some disturbing news, Bill? That uh-oh, uh, uh-oh. I just looked up Tony Peterson and where he's at these days. I know, uh, I know exactly where he's at. Yeah, he's at the he's the offensive coordinator at Illinois State. Is he just following me around at this point? <laughs> like, is can I just get that dumb fucker out of my life? That guy's a fucking cunt, and he's a bad coach. Well, just leave my area, please. He sucks. Yeah. He sucks. That's right, because you knew him from the Gophers, not ISU, right? I knew yes. him from the Gophers. Yeah, he was a fucking prick. Fucking prick, bad coach. Uh, just bad guy all around. Um, okay, so back to the Gophers. Uh, yeah, who signed off at Minnesota to have their have? Uh, and they just moved it like a week ago. They're like, you know what? We're playing Michigan. Uh, let's do it at night. And uh, you know, let's do it on NBC. Let's do it on NBC for mm-hmm. all of America to see. That feels mm-hmm. criminal. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to watch. It. Well, there's a lot of people that will watch it because it's NBC and it's a it's a night yeah. game. Uh, the it. Gophers are uh, the line opened at fifteen. Gophers were getting fifteen points. It's moved to nineteen and a half. Oh no! You oh, know no. what I'm not doing, Bill, is taking nineteen and a half points against the number two team in the country. The over under is forty six currently, so I would feel very comfortable in taking uh, Michigan. Very comfortable in doing that. I have no faith in the Gophers hanging in there. Uh, I think they're going to buckle under the big lights. They buckled under uh, the lights at at Evanston two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whatever. Mm -hmm. What makes anyone believe that they'll hang in there with Michigan? A potential national championship contender? Um, They're fucked. They're fucked. So uh, make plans Saturday night if your plan was to watch this game. Uh, please leave your house and go do something that's worthwhile. Yeah, that that feels like a twenty-one nothing lead in the second quarter for Michigan, doesn't it? That really does, oh, and they just coast time. the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Don't do it. Don't I'm do sorry. it. What? Uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm I'm dead inside. It's fine. Um, who who do the Illini have this week, Bell? The good news is they host Nebraska. The bad news is it's on Friday night for some reason. That's stupid. Why Why? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? Kansas? What? They play yeah. Kansas on a Friday night? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they have another? What was their other night game? Didn't they have another? Yeah, I think they played Toledo Portland. for a night game for some stupid fucking reason. I know. What I'm so... Doing? I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Uh, Illinois, I believe, are favored, though. You'll know this more than me, potentially, but I I feel like I saw something where they're a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, you got it. Does that sound right? Okay. Yep, over-under is 43-and-a-half. God, that's fucking low. Illinois' offense stinks so bad, but (laughs) their defense might be worse. I don't know. Like They've got talented dudes. It's just not coming together. I, my hope for the off season at this point, because this is where I'm at football. God, football is so grim right now for both of us. It's so grim. This is just so bad. Um, but my hope, <laughs> I like Where's... Aaron Henry. 
as a as a defensive coordinator, like he seems like a good dude. He was a great secondary coach for Illinois. He probably over his skis. I would love, and I don't anticipate this happening, for Jim Leonard. The the you mentioned him in the last segment or a couple segments yeah. ago. He is a an anal, a defensive analyst for Brett Bielema in Illinois. He's not. He doesn't have much to do with the team clearly because their defense sucks right now. Uh, <laughs> he. I would love for him to get promoted to be defensive coordinator next year. Like do a one year like honeymoon period, find your next job. That'd be great. Cause this, I don't think Aaron Henry's got it. And, and I would like a new offensive coordinator already. At some point it's going to come back on Bielema though. Yeah. Uh, so you gotta be a little, you gotta be a little touchy there. I still love Brett Bielema. I still love what he's doing. Tim and Iowa. This is the second straight week. We have to have a heart to heart. You picked Illinois again. You picked the points. I think you were warned again on zero doings <laughs> to be very careful. Um, I hope that I'm not going to get an invoice for Big Ten Minute based <laughs> off your decisions because it should go the other way. I'm trying to save you some money, although I am curious if you're going to go because you hate Nebraska so much and you love Burp Elama. Are you going to go Illinois minus three and a half? Right now, Tim, I'm here to say do it. Do it. <laughs> make the pick. <laughs> Illinois wins by seven. Illinois is a lock this week. They're an absolute lock. They're due. Nebraska stinks. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's a lock. Uh, what what's the what's the, what's the uh, biggest problem with the Illini? Is the quarterback play? Is it what's going on with the D lineman? That guy was I was told is going to be a yeah a top five pick. Does he stink? What's <laughs> what's happening? He fortunately has figured it out, but unfortunately, there's ten other guys that need to figure it out around him that are not doing it. Their secondary is way worse and. It makes sense now that I just saw Devin Witherspoon have like two picks and two sacks on Monday Night Football. He may have been underrated somehow as a yeah, number five pick right. in last year's draft. Um, no, I, actually, yeah, they have to live with a lot of the young quarterbacks' mistakes, and I'm I'm actually here for it. I'm pretty patient this year. I I wish that they were three and two and not two and three, but I'm I I say that I'm high in Illinois and I'm half joking. I think they're going to be okay. I think six and six survive quarterback. I still think is talented get to next year. And unfortunately next year, you got to play Ohio state and Michigan as, and USC <laughs> as currently constituted. So you just get your ass kicked, but maybe you yeah. survive the rest of it. So yeah, this is a survive in advance type of year and just hope you get to a shitty, like the cheese at bowl. And you feel decent about it. That's what I think. What about well, Minnesota? What do you think the uh, issues are? Are they solvable? What do you think? Uh, it's yeah. I mean, I think they play. I think they play hard. I think their running game has been improved. I, I think the quarterback might might stink. I think that's a big part of it. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you. That's fine. Their their schedule's awful this year too. So yeah, yeah. It's, well. It's, it's not getting any better. And Iowa, and not, Iowa yeah. just, did Iowa Sorry. just lose their quarterback? Did I see that? They did. And I'm not celebrating this fact, but okay. So Minnesota's three and two. Let's play a quick game, okay? What's Minnesota yeah. going to end up? Okay. Versus Michigan, we said it. That's a loss, right? Three and three. Yeah. At Iowa, following week, do you think you beat him without Cade McNamara? No. Three and four. Michigan State coming back home. What do you think? Maybe a win. Four and four against Illinois the next week. 
it's probably a loss. Four and five at Purdue the following week. Loss. Four and six at Ohio State. Four and seven versus Wisconsin. Five and seven. Yeah. Four and eight. Five and seven. Shit. Yeah, that feels right. That feels Fuck. right. Unfortunately, I. Uh, I mean, I would say beat, they could beat Illinois, but I yeah. just, I personally just can't have nice things in my life. So uh, I know I'm just setting myself up to get more shit about Illinois beating the Gophers. So I've already, I've already prepared for that. Well, if they beat Illinois and they beat Wisconsin, that's six and six, and you're in the cheese at bowl. And I am in a lot of trouble at five and seven as an Illinois <laughs> fan, probably, if that happens. Okay. So All right. that's a huge game. That's going to be enormous unfortunately for both of our programs in a very pathetic get to 500 way yeah fair enough all right who it's gonna be bad for both of us i just can we tie and both go to the citrus bowl (laughs) sure just combine teams yeah exactly yeah the best of both that'd be great and it's probably still lose to like mississippi yeah, oh, Lane Kiffin just motorboats both of us big time. This has been the Big Ten Minute. Dan, I'm rooting for your Gophers every week but the Illinois one. I love you. See you next segment. Bye. Thanks for having me. Cats can break your heart. Have you begging, please? Begging, please. ever wanted to tell Dan and Bill Doinks what to do? Well, now you have a perfect chance by going to Cameo.com or downloading the Cameo app and ordering a very special something for the somebody special in your life. They can roast your grandma. They can sing a song to the lovely lady or man in your life. They can give a pep talk to your kids. We don't know. We're we're open to anything. And Dan might even take his shirt off for you. So give us a shot. It's the best way to support the show besides listening every week. Go to Cameo, look up Zero Doinks, and order you something so special today. Let's wrap it this up, mother up. Dan, I think it's time. It's early October. Give us a Cubs post-mortem. Here we go. Hams, 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 and Ted. 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 Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Oh, yeah, they're uh, they were dead about a week and a half or so uh, to go in the season. They it really with the beginning of the end was I think they lost they lost to the Rockies. Uh, they lost a series in Colorado, and that was about the beginning of the end. We knew it would be a rough stretch to end the season, and they just completely flopped uh as a whole 
Now, I think I had shared on here that I was bet I was betting on every Cubs money line for the entire year, ten dollars uh, on every game. I believe I missed two that were like split, so I missed maybe a few bucks here and there. But I think I missed two games total because I was in a state that didn't allow uh, online wagering. Uh, Bill, I'm happy to report that I ended up uh, positive money on the year. Yes. yes. Uh, I believe it was $8.37. Congratulations. So I spent an entire – thank you so much. I spent an entire year uh, every day putting in a money line wager for $8.37. So that was a little surprising that mm-hmm. they were uh, – their overhit on the year. They mm-hmm. ended up with 80 Three wins, something like that. Some I don't know. They they finish like five or six games over their expected over under. Uh, the, the, I had low expectations this year, so it's something to build on. But you know the Rickets could turn into cheap assholes, not like your team. But uh, no. you know they need to you know resign Bellinger and then actually pick up some decent free agents, which. I don't, I don't know if they'll do. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm done with baseball. I don't, I don't even care about the playoffs. I don't know if you – will you watch the playoffs? Do you give a shit? At some point I will, yeah. Not today. Like get me through the wild card probably and when the games are on at night and there's no football on. Yeah, I'm absolutely – I give me that drama. Give me that okay. envy of being in the crowd. I want – oh, God, I – wish the white Sox were there but holy shit they weren't even close so yeah just like like i love i love playoff baseball i do okay all right it's stressful even when it's not your team it's emotional it's erotic it there's payoffs there's highs and lows i i love it it makes me want to be a middle reliever dan oh really Mm mm-hmm would you throw? Would you throw heat? Would you have a good junk? Junk. Junk. No, knuckleball. R.I.P. Tim Wakefield. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Zerodong's killed Tim Wakefield. Add him to the list. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loved watching him pitch. Looked so weird. Yeah, great. You're not a big goatee guy. We've talked about this on the show before, no. but he had uh-uh. a pretty, um, pretty tight goatee. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Not a goatee guy. Is that caught like? Is that weird that I'm uh, anti goatee? No, it would be weird if you were like baseball, like a baseball guru. Though it would be weird because I feel like a lot of those guys have goats, yeah. don't they? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, what about your first base coach? Did he have a goatee? What was his name again? Daryl Boston. Uh, okay. He, I think he did actually have a goatee. Okay, uh, right. and I well, think he may have had a. I think he had a rap sheet similar to Eric Bieniemy. Also, oh. if I think Ooh. if you dipped into his Wikipedia, big Kenny Williams Ooh. guy, or, or oh. I may have have that backwards. Um, I think that's why he survived as many okay. months as he did. You made that backwards, like he was a big, like Kenny was a big Daryl Boston guy, or Daryl yeah. Boston was a big Kenny Williams guy. Which which was backwards? I don't remember, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I messed it up. I would say I don't know what Kenny's doing right now, but um, Daryl. What do you think he's probably, doing right now? Just take a guess. Um, I think he is honestly he's waiting for this next episode to drop, and he's oh, going to really? listen because he is a 
huge Big Ten minute guy. That would be my guess. Like he, that's how he gets his information. Um, his Rutgers information specifically, because I feel like Kenny is from the East Coast, and oh. you know we talk about Rutgers sports a lot. We didn't talk There's about no, basketball. No Daryl yeah. Boston talk. Oh, he's he, uh, Wikipedia. No, nothing sticks out that he is. Uh, any Does trouble? Rap sheet? Okay. All right. Maybe it's maybe it's just Twitter rumors. Yeah. Um, okay. Fair enough. Uh, this has been Hams and Ted. Dan, uh, what else we got? Uh, toffees? They they were in a weird. Was it like an FA Cup? I don't know what they call it. It didn't count toward their uh, premier status, unfortunately, because that would be helpful. Um, are we still nervous about relegation or delegation? I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, it's relegation. They uh, did win in the Carabo Cup, Caribou, Carabas Italian Restaurant Cup uh, game against Aston Villa. Uh, so fuck you, Darren. Uh, they won that game, but it doesn't really count towards anything other than the tournament. Uh, they played Luton, Luton City or Luton Town or whatever uh, this weekend at home and lost. It was in the pouring rain. My buddy, uh, who's a huge Everton fan who lives near me, was at the game. He took his family all the way over there to watch that. And I was texting him mid-game, like, what's going on? And he was just miserable. So... Uh, he okay. was covered. He said he wasn't getting wet, but the play, he said, what do you say? The field's as soggy as their defense today. So I uh, okay. felt bad for him going all the way overseas and watching that. Uh, he posted something on Instagram apologizing to his family for making them Everton fans, which I thought was okay. funny. I was like, okay. okay, this is basically just the Bears, right? Like we're we're, mm -hmm. we're so in line with what, what our request was for a Bears-like EPL team. They're not out of relegation currently, but they're hovering around it. So uh, I don't know who they play this week. I don't know either, but Dan, you mentioned Carabas. And so I just Googled the Carabas Italian Grill in Sherville, Indiana uh, yeah. for a couple. Uh, I just want to see what the reviews were like there. And, and would you mind if I just read you a real quick one? Yeah, no, no problem. Jordan R. six months ago um, said this one star. I was seated at a dirty booth with cheese and food all over the place as well as the floor. We ordered salad and I was <laughs> and as I was finishing mine, I found this dead bug. <laughs> she posted <laughs> a picture of a dead bug. Oh my god. And apparently Carabas only uh comped half of the the meal. She's very upset. The owner of Carabas in Cherville uh, offered a lot of apologies, but apparently not additional monies. Um, sh what do we think? Do we side with Jordan or do we side with Carabas? Well, I mean, where was the dead bug? Was it just like, on, was it on their food? I'm, I'm, I'm a little unclear as to where the bug was. I didn't want to click the picture, but like from a zoom out situation, it looked like there was a bug right next to, um, it was on the plate next to one of the leaves. I'm not a big salad guy. So okay, I assume those that's are leaves. Gross. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's disgusting. If it was actually in okay. the food, but I don't trust this poster that could have put that bug there just Great. for clout. Uh, I feel like if you go down the wormhole of looking at their other reviews, there'll be similar bug talk. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and side with uh, the corporate italian grill of carabas uh in this particular case 
it makes sense because as our loyal listeners know, you're very much Italian. So that <laughs> it all adds up and a big corporate guy. You're a big, big you're a big suit. You're a big, yeah. a big box suit guy. This Dan Doinks guy big <laughs> sides time. with management. Uh-huh. Yep. That's how you roll. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that about uh, Everton. Thank you for breaking that news. Dan, anything else that you want to bring to the table? Last time we talked about watching Suits on Netflix. Oh, we watched, haven't we seen it yet. About Still... Other things. Okay. Yeah, the bear. I feel like the mm. talking about the bear, I feel like I struck a chord a little bit. Uh, but I also feel like a few people were uh, not upset with me, but they're like, that show's great, but you're also not wrong. There's not a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot of unexplained stuff. So I... <laughs> It's actually so, a pretty good summary. Yeah. I've actually like, uh, I brought this up to a few other people as well. Like the, the, I've once we, once I got off my chest with you, Bill, thank you so much, by the way. Um, that I was able to be like the, the bear, like I, I feel comfortable now saying it's not that great. Right. And I feel like people's initial reaction, it's like Iowa fans with Kirk Ferentz, like they get defensive immediately. And then they sort of talk themselves into like maybe Kirk Ferentz slash the bear isn't that great. Um, so it's, it sort of feels the same way. So, uh, but, but I need to finish the second season just to see if it's uh if it gets better. I know you say it's it's a great it does. show. It does. It gets better. It gets better. Okay. It's emotional. Don't be afraid to hold your Kleenex tight. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. <laughs> um, I think even Grease Tank said there is a, an episode where he, he's, he sides with you generally. But he, okay. there is one episode that people point to, and I've noticed this on social media, and I agree with them that it's uh, beyond intense. And I'll just be curious. I need you to finish the season so we can talk okay. about it. All right. Okay. Um, I will. I, I, I need to. What's not going to happen next week? Don't hold me to it. It's not going to happen. It's just not well, going to happen. You have three hours to watch it instead of the Bears game on Thursday night if you want. <laughs> it's a freebie. It's an absolute freebie. So you can you can pound three episodes. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, I, so I, I, um, I, I feel like I talk a lot about what I'm doing in this segment. I, I'm sorry, Bill. Um, I told you I played golf on Saturday. Yeah. I don't do that a lot. Um, I'm horrible at golf. How do I get better? Mm, that's, you're asking the wrong guy. Get coach Cuse to give you lessons although he i think he rolls out of bed and just plays and he shoots 79 so that's probably bad yeah. advice uh what's your what's the weakest part of your game would you say if you were to be completely honest and mm. self-evaluate staying sober probably is is, okay. a, is a major weakness um i i don't know i can i feel like i can hit it hard i just don't necessarily know where it's going um okay. so I don't know. I don't know. It's all bad. You're a lefty golfer, right? Correct. Switch to righty. Yeah, I'm really, <laughs> I'm, I'm really thinking that that might be the problem. <laughs> I don't know which side to hit it off of. 
I also yeah. just don't have the patience for it. Like mm-hmm. 18 holes is too long. It's just too long. It is. Um, so so to me, I don't know if you agree or disagree. The perfect number for me, 12 holes. 12, 12 holes. Hold, perfect. Yeah, agreed. Someone was telling me this weekend that there are courses that are just 13 holes. Oh, I think it's sure. 13. Um, awesome. Like I would love for it just to go that way. Like that's about when I hit my limit, especially yeah. if I'm drunk. I hit the turn. Uh, I throw it on a hot dog and then I hit yep. a lull because I've, I'm liking that. Like I'm already getting, I'm already getting my hangover. I'm sweating too much. Um, but I might have to play again this Sunday and I'm already terrified that I'm going to suck wow. again. You're playing and a lot of golf. I, dude, this was the second time I played all year. Somehow I'm playing two weekends in a row. And I, I don't know if I, I might hate it. I might hate golf. Yeah. That's what people say when they play really bad though. Right. Yeah. Did you, um, are you going to be in a situation on Sunday or Saturday, whenever you're golfing, potentially during the, the Gophers Michigan game at night, are, are you going to, you're going to pop that top off and show, show a little bit of breast to everybody yeah, on the golf course uh, or no? I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, as you've, See, as you know, I've done that previously um, mm-hmm. at Cog Hill, so I'm not <laughs> opposed to it <laughs> if it's if it's necessary. Okay. Um, I did. I w- was drunk, and I did say I was going to pop my shirt off if some if someone if someone chipped in a shot or something, and it came fairly close. And Ooh. so, Saved sorry by the guys. Bell? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't care. The tits out. It's fine. Speaking of shirts versus skins, Gray Balls is coming back very soon in November. We are uh, one month and maybe a couple weeks away. You have committed to a full season's worth of participation. Uh, can we expect you to follow through with that? Yeah, that's the plan. I think I was the first one to sign the waiver today. So okay. if that's an indication of how serious I am. Uh, I also had to pay because I'm not a Naperville resident. Oh. Hmm. So uh, I'm already I'm already in the hole 20 bucks. Uh, so I'm going to get my money's worth. Are you committing to a full season? Don't put this yes. on me. Are you committing to a full season? I have committed since day one. I am an original draftee of this franchise, this expansion franchise a few years ago. Uh, I requested today, if you recall... Uh, fresh jerseys for the 2023-2024 gray balls because I feel a bit of fat. And even my kids this weekend asked if I was going to get new jerseys because, as my son said, I saw your tummy bouncing up and down (laughs) down the court (laughs) last year. I wear very tight clothes during uh, gray balls games. And gray balls, for the uninitiated, 35 and over intramural basketball in the western suburbs of Chicago. Uh, have we considered a sponsor, like a full sponsorship, like so a they real can one? buy, but they can buy yeah. the jerseys, the local sponsor. Like peanuts should, shouldn't they? They owe us yeah. that, right? Yeah. Okay. Or bring back hams. You pick yeah. peanuts. Bring back Either hams way. or sponsor us. Buy us jerseys. Okay. Either way, Dan and I. This is a, a call to arms, Coach yeah. Cuse. Um. You're great at what you do. If you need help, you know, rustling some trees, shaking some bushes, Dan and I are here to help. And uh, Gray Balls, 
very happy to say, I don't know if you saw it, Dan, but it appears there's a lot of teams this year, finally. Post-COVID, it seems like the league is all the way back. There's going to be a gold bracket and a silver bracket. We are destined for number one seed in that silver bracket, and that's exactly where we should be. Yeah, no, we we uh, and it all counts the same at the end. Whether you uh, you raise the banner in the gold or silver category, or you just buy yourself a trophy, uh, you can be a champion uh, at any level here. So, that's um, true. I'm looking forward to it. Nervous, but looking forward to it. You should be both. You should feel both yeah. of those feelings. Do not let me or anybody else deny you your emotional attachment to everything running through your head. Dan, I think let's close this out with a, a brief apology. Um, we talked okay. about the, it, we owe a lot of people apologies, let's be honest. But the one that comes to mind, top of mind, is to our buddies, the average cheese. Last week, I, for the oh, life yeah. of me, could not remember the name of one of the beautiful men. Uh, beautiful co-host of Average Cheese. His name, very simply, Peter. It's Peter. Peter. Oh, he's, yeah. in, he's in Britain. We were calling him British Dale. We <laughs> couldn't remember. Uh, I still, I'll be honest, can't remember the third guy's name, the guy that's kind of cranky <laughs> that reminds me of you, but I like him. I still, but I can't, I can't, now that we're sitting here, I still can't remember his name. Uh, but Peter, Peter, of course, Peter. Yeah. Hedgehog, <laughs> something. IT Hedge, yeah. Hedgehog yeah. He's an IT hedgehog. Yeah. I think it's IT underscore hedgehog. He has like yeah. 30,000 followers. I don't know if it's a bunch of uh, Microsoft stands. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. Or but... he's the British Ron Jeremy. Oh yeah. He might show some hog overseas. Yeah. That's very possible. <laughs> but <laughs> Peter, the one thing we know is that you show us love and you show us your draft Nick skill every year going into the NFL draft. Uh, I'll be honest, Peter, your resume needs to be refreshed because there may be an opportunity at Hallis Hall as our next general manager for the Chicago Bears yeah. to select maybe pick one and two going into the 2024 season. <laughs> Peter, we love you. I think you have a um, golden retriever. I think we saw him in your kitchen oh, yeah. the last time yeah, we talked right. to you. Um, but no dog, even as classic as a golden retriever, is as handsome as you and as gentle as your soul. Peter, from me to you, I'm sorry. What an apology. Oh, I can't top that. I'm also sorry. And we love you, Peter and Dale. We love you, Average Cheese Guy. Seriously, they're, they're funny and they're... They're good dudes. So thanks for being in our lives. Oh, we love you. Let's move in together. All right. This has been another weird episode of Zero Doinks. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, our listeners. Thank you, Rick Fieldsman. Thank you, Coach Cuse. Thank you, Dr. Dan and daughter of Bill Doinks for the intro music that um, I think is Dr. awesome. Dan. Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan, not Dr. Dan Doinks. Do not get them confused. A lot of Dans in our lives, including Dan Weeder. <laughs> Thank you, Dan Doinks, for joining me on yet another Zero Doinks episode. Thanks, buddy. Go Bears. Let's just get a win and try not to ruin a school night. I love you all. See you next week, Zero Doinks. 
<laughs> Can't think of anything bad or good that happened in the last year. Uh, but you know what? We're all here together. That's what it's all about. He fucking murdered cancer. That's what he yeah, did. Yeah, That's yeah. what he did. Suck my dick, cancer. Go Bears. Go Bears. Get help, Jim Miller. Jim Varney's dead. Sorry about that. I just talked to Grimmer Shake. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Do you want the Grimmer Shake? Yes, it's so delicious. C, D, E, Bird Flu, and your mom, and your sister, and your job, and your broke-ass car, and those shitty play calls. Fuck you, and your staff, I don't want to see you again, everybody but your dog, you can all fuck off. I was into you, but I'm over it now. I was trying to be nice, but nothing's getting through, so let me spell it out. A, B, C, D, E, bird flu. Scenario call combat. 